Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, this is going to be our last, what, pretty much our last podcast of the regular season for 2019. And Jeff, after 10 long years, you can finally say you have won a championship in fantasy football. Okay, that's a little <laughs> harsh. You've won one in the, in the main league ring. You've won other championships. But hey, finally you're a champ. Finally. It's been a long time coming. I just want to thank everyone who stuck in there with me. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank the Academy. Uh, but I think yeah, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm waiting for Monday to be over. I, I'm not even I'm not even joking. I've been waiting for this one a long time. I, I think I've won like three championships in the past three years, none of which are this one. You know, it's one of the other three main ones we have. And everyone you ask who plays with us, this is the one like you, you don't really care if you win the other ones. Everyone has that one that they need to win. And it has been eluding me forever. I think I'm only second in points, second in wins to Craig. And I have not yet won a title. And finally, I did it. It feels great. I feel like Ali. I'm, I'm the greatest. <laughs> I have some champagne chilling waiting for tomorrow when it's official. I think I wrapped up five championships today, actually. <laughs> That's not a joke, actually. I did. No, <laughs> the relegation leagues and all that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think four of them in, re- in relegation leagues. Or no, no, it makes that six because I think four of them are in relegation leagues and I have two others today. So, hey, not bad. That's when you know you're in too many leagues. <laughs> but I will say, I would trade all those for the championship and the other one. So, hey, it, it does it does matter more. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's sad to say, but it, it, it feels good. Well, and one of the reasons you're in the, you won the title, which is so many teams that I saw this year, it's Lamar Jackson mainly. That's who was won titles. You had Lamar, you had Christian McCaffrey, and they've just won title after title. And Lamar again today, you know, 238 yards passing, three touchdowns, ran the ball for 103 yards. Yeah. It came up. And that's true. I mean, he would, if if we're talking about who would be the MVP, I think obviously it would be between him and McCaffrey, you're talking about fantasy-wise. And I honestly think it would be Lamar. I think that he had bigger games down the stretch when you needed him uh yeah he he was crazy this year he was that good and so good to see that a player of that caliber or especially like a young guy like that he didn't have too many up and ups and downs which we loved from the very beginning that that running we always talk about that booing him but yeah he, he has been phenomenal especially in the past you know three weeks when everyone's in the playoffs he has not upset you like a lot of other players have, especially this uh, today, this week, uh, a lot of people underperformed. He did that. No, he's just been consistently good. I'm telling, like the out of the championships I won, Lamar was my quarterback in probably four or five of them. It's it's just he's been that good, and it's unreal. Like the problem is now next year he's going to be overdrafted. He's going to be drafted too high. I think. I think that's what happens. It happens with Mahomes. Mahomes couldn't quite live up to that. I mean, Lamar is going to be tough to stop, though, next year. I don't know. Teams can have all offseason. I don't know if you yeah, can figure I mean, this out. Injury would be the the yeah. you know the worry. But, uh, I mean, even if he doesn't duplicate the numbers he put up this year, you still have to believe that he's going to be a darn good quarterback for fantasy. But if you go look at some of the scoring leaders this week, if you're going to subscribe to the weight on quarterback theory, which we kind of have, and that's how we got Lamar in a lot of leagues, this week is pretty clear indication of that. 
<laughs> I mean, you can throw guys out there, and this is what's going to happen. Daniel Jones was the top quarterback with 45.3. <laughs> Just crazy. Andy Dolan, 41.8. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick, 39.7 before you get to Lamar. And, I mean, those guys, I mean, Fitzpatrick's a good fantasy quarterback. Daniel Jones, you know, he has a future. We'll see. Andy Dalton, you would have never thought that. And then the fifth place was Ryan Tannehill again for 29.7. But that just shows you can find quarterbacks late. And as much as I love Lamar, drafting him, if you if you don't have him as a keeper, I am going to probably not have him on many teams next year. It's going to be really hard to find myself a Lamar on my team because he's going to go second round. He's going to. I can see second round, honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think about what Mahomes went for this year. It's going to be the same thing all over again. Yep. And, and let's be honest, Mahomes didn't. I mean, you drafted him very, very high. He was still a top 10 quarterback. And that's with missing a couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, especially after this week, I mean, I, you know, he's going to be over 30 points. Uh, he's going to be looking really good. He'll probably end up being like a top five looking guy. Um, I mean, that that's successful. I mean, you did a good job, but... You could have got Lamar yep. Jackson for, for much, much later. And then I guess there's a few disappointments today that really kind of screwed fantasy teams over. I've seen it in a couple leagues. Deshaun Watson, 9.1 points today. He really, really hurt some fantasy teams. Dak, 11.3. Russell Wilson, 13. Jameis yesterday at 13. So there was a few players that just, I mean, who would have thought you could go Daniel Jones, Dalton Fitzpatrick would have been the starts over guys like that. But that's fantasy for you. Doesn't always work out, but yeah, Deshaun Watson really, really hurt teams today. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday, especially yeah. that everyone thought it was a, and you see, you do see this quite a few, uh, quite a few times even this year, where you think it is set up to have a very like high-powered offensive day. You have two very bad defenses going against two high-powered offenses, and it, it just doesn't click. Yeah. It just doesn't yep. happen that day. So. Cool. You know, it's it's one of those things for all, you know, best laid plans. This stuff can go sideways. Mm-hmm. That's why you need a, a full team. You can't just rely on a, a few guys. Then with Jameis, it was it was bad Jameis that showed up yesterday. Jeez. That was um not a good day for him. I mean, he, I think he, he lost himself some money yesterday. He's not getting that long-term deal anymore. He's just going to get franchise tagged now. That's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you would think. <laughs> then uh, running back-wise, I mean, number one pick, Saquon Barkley, showed up. <laughs> Finally, a little bit late, but the, the last, the frick, man, if, if like looking at what he is capable of, like yeah. that's why I'm not afraid to take him again next year. I Granted, mean, obviously, I wouldn't take him number one. It's but been some I, bad defenses, bad teams, but hundred oh, percent. I mean, really, what he's able to do in Miami and Washington, yeah. But, but this um, this puts him back in the conversation for yeah, sure. For, and you know, if he didn't get hurt. And that offense wasn't so disjointed to begin with. I mean, even in the very beginning, you're playing Dallas and Buffalo, right? Which are good teams, 13.9, 19.5. Then, you know, you hit Tampa Bay where you get banged up and then you're out for three weeks. I think he, you know, it's difficult to have this stop and go kind of uh, nonsense going on. So I think next year, hopefully there'll be a little more of a foundation there. Daniel Jones has proven himself to be at least... Uh, you know, at least capable. So I think that will really help. Hopefully Sterling Shepard, you know, Ingram, all those guys stay healthy. I I truly believe that Saquon will get back on track. Then uh, our second place guy of the week was Kenyon Drake. Two huge games in a row. This one was bolstered by an 80-yard touchdown. But, hey, you know, if you got to the title game 
or the last two weeks, whatever the playoffs, and you were playing Kenyon Drake. And the, I mean, there's teams that that's that's happened for. Like if you were if you had injuries, man, he just won championships too right there, which yeah, is he unreal. Did great. And the question we had asked us before: What is going to happen next year? You know, it's very interesting though because Drake, uh, we talked about him in the preseason, and he was on Miami, so we said, you know, if they use him more. Uh, yep. We think that he would actually be a worthwhile pick. And then he gets moved and you're starting to see what he's able to do if you give him more than 10 carries. And uh, it, I mean, once again, it, these aren't, you know, nothing teams either. Uh, Cleveland has obviously suffered, but Seattle is pretty decent. But well, if you give him 24 carries, he will, he'll, will, he will do well. And that'll be a very interesting offense next year. The weird thing with like the David Johnson thing, is if the guy's not healthy, why why would he be playing at all? You know oh, what I mean? I, agree like, with you. I don't that, know. So if he was actually truly not healthy, he wouldn't be out here. He'd just be on IR. He'd be done for the year. I mean, it's it's clear to me that they're just Kenyon Drake's a better running back. David Johnson. I think honestly, David Johnson probably he just is done. I think he's done. I think it's over. I'm not. I'm. I, I, I don't believe. I don't get it either. I have a hard to time be, believing. To be done. That I mean, and even the weirder part too was he didn't get in a leg injury, right? I mean, it was a wrist injury that really stopped him. So I'm not sure how you could lose that much <laughs> in you know one year if you didn't blow out a knee or something. I don't know. It just seems to be really done for him. But all right, some other good games I guess today. Devontae Freeman, solid day with a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown over what 127 total yards. So solid day there. Alvin Kamara showed up today again. Another guy showing up at the end. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you know, didn't didn't yeah, he could have showed up two weeks ago, Alvin. Screwed me in a league. <laughs> I, I would have won a title, another title today if it was for Alvin Kamara <laughs> two weeks ago against San Francisco. All he needed was two more points. He had two point three. Needed four point three. That's all I needed. Uh, Miles Sanders looking pretty good there with the the touchdown running, seventy nine rushing yards, seventy seven receiving. So solid days there. And then uh, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, only fifty four on the ground, but fifteen catches for a hundred and nineteen yards. So his standard scoring is only seventeen point three, but you throw him into PPR. And it's just ridiculous what this guy's scoring. Yeah, it is. He is. He's phenomenal. He really is unbelievable to watch because you don't get in the end zone and you're still at 17. And that's without the, you know, like you were talking about PPR, which if you did, that is, um, I mean, it's just ridiculous numbers. And even crazier, like, yes, that is his high, but he's also caught over 10 or over uh, four other times. So he's it's not good. like, yeah, it's not that out of the norm. No, he's a, he's a pretty good player, I'd say. You know, it's not too bad. And then, I mean, the rest of the list, it's just funny, some of these names on here. That's just, this is what happens when you get to week six, seven, seven, or 16. Other than, like, Gurley and Gordon are there, but not with their yardage. They just got each two touchdowns rushing that bolstered their day. And Mar- Marlon Mack had a solid day, but there's, like, DeAndre Washington and Jordan Wilkins, Rex Burkhead, Naheem Hines, Miles Gastigan. You know, it's just Justice Hill. Oh, fantasy can be crazy sometimes. And then um, Zeke wasn't really uh, special at all for fantasy here. If you, you know, had the playoffs and had Zeke and he did good last week, but this week only 8.4 in standard, not much going on there. Joe Mixon, 7.3, really not much there. And then Chris yeah. Carson gets hurt, and which was supposed to be a great matchup for him. And he was up, he was top five, everyone's ranks this week, and he gets hurt, so only gets six out of it. And... 
<laughs> Disappointment. I mean, Dick Chubb, 4.5. There's a lot of disappointments this you week know, at running back. I, yeah. I mean, across the board, really, I think that this week just, you know, is going to decimate a lot of people. I know that this is probably the finals week, your final game, if not next week. But the primetime players did not come out and, and do very well. I mean, it, you look at it and the top end is filled with players that probably are on teams that didn't make the playoffs. So. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it comes down to. And you're hoping that you did get to play a player like Miles Sanders, who you could have got later and, you know, you, you get to play. Um, but other than that, I mean, it, and you will see it. I mean, QB was another one that was, that was like that. But, uh, I mean, we see it all the way through this week. And then um, a lot of the just injuries. Derrick Henry ended up being a uh, surprise inactive there. It wasn't really until like Saturday. We didn't really know anything was going to going to keep him out but no Derrick Henry obviously no Josh Jacobs no Dalvin Cook he's gonna not I mean for Monday night which mm-hmm. is just funny how that worked out all year we preached to get Madison you know <laughs> we talked about it every single week and it almost like <laughs> it almost came it, true and then Madison gets hurt too yeah so it, it almost it, hey but the, the thought was the thought worked I mean the thought was right right it was the process correct. was right yeah. it was we knew you I knew you need, we knew you needed the backup running back for the Vikings. Just what you needed. So we'll see yeah. how uh, Boone does. But wide receiver wise, Tyler Boyd had a he's the top receiver of the week in standard with nine for one twenty eight, two touchdowns, which you didn't get anything from Tyler Boyd basically all year except for what, a couple sporadic good games. You know, only just a handful, which I think week two, week five, week twelve, and week sixteen doesn't really do much for you for fantasy. No, and and you will see a wide receiver. No one went crazy, right? So yeah. Tyler Boyd, and we're talking. I'm just talking um, uh, standard scoring here. But Tyler Boyd was the only one to go over 20 points. And then you have Michael Thomas, who is Michael the, Thomas is week insane. to week is unbelievable. 12 receptions, 136 yards, and a touchdown. But after that, I mean, listen to the names. I mean, <laughs> Steven Sims Jr., Tajay Sharp, Devontae Parker, Hunter Renfro. Then you hit Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. And then Deontay Johnson, Sterling Shepard, and then Kenny Galladay. But you, Deshaun I mean, Hamilton then Oh, my gosh. Year's. Yeah. I mean, half of the top ten, you know, six, seven of them are definitely not on any roster that's playing in the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. it, once again, it, it was hilarious to kind of watch this week unfold because – Everyone catching touchdowns were not the usual. I mean, Michael Thomas did great. Julio did great. Kenny Galladay actually pulled out a very, you know, a very respectable day, even though he's getting thrown to by the third string quarterback. It shouldn't be a good matchup. He is uh, he is one of these players that I think that people will sleep on a little bit next year because he had such a um, because it wasn't like a flashy year. It was a good year. It really mm-hmm. was. He's going to end up being a top five guy. Very solid all the way through, and he did half of it without Stafford. I think he is going to be mm-hmm. a great one to target next year. And then um, some other disappointments, I guess, then other than that. Like Amari Cooper was a disappointment. Oh, so terribly. He <laughs> has been that for, I mean, a good chunk of this latter half of the season here. And he was coming into the day as the eighth-ranked wide receiver, but yet, man, he has been. If, if you had him on your team going to the playoffs, you most likely have lost. He's just been that bad and just been terrible. DeAndre yesterday, DeAndre Hopkins, five for 23 yesterday. Yep. Juju came back and played today. Did you even realize it? <laughs> Probably not. Because Two for 22. He did not do well. <laughs> I mean, I mean, T.Y. Hilton's been playing the last couple of weeks. Did anybody realize T.Y. Hilton's been playing? 
for two weeks in a row here. He had four for 25 last week, three for 26 this week. It, it's just, I mean, some of those names. DJ Chark actually did play. Didn't know if he would or not. Only two for 18. Yeah, that was a that was a rough one. You were hoping he was going to get a little more. And Tyler Lockett, one for 12. Yeah. Christian I mean, Kirk, two, yeah. Car- two carries for nine yards. Like, it was. I mean, all the way through, I mean, you, you look at a lot of these names and they just disappointed. Um, yeah, they really – DJ Moore got knocked out. That one sucked. <laughs> one catch, one <laughs> right? yard gets knocked out. Man. DK Metcalf, nothing. One target. No catches. Man. Darius Slayton, two targets, no catches. Hopefully you didn't start relying on that guy. Man, fantasy. That's what it does to you. No fun, yeah, huh? Yeah, Some of those. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun right now. You won a title, so it's all good. You picked the right ones. Then um, tight end. Tight end actually has three players in standard scoring above 20 when only one receiver was there. So not you know interesting yeah, there. The yeah. odd game. And two of them probably had a very good chance of playing. The one that was the surprise who we're hoping that is the young guy coming into his own. But Mike Jacecki, two I, touchdowns. I will, he he I, looked good. Um, he was my starting tight end in the the big money league I won today. So look at that. Actually, hey, that's pretty impressive. I you know, will, as, will, <laughs> there we go. I picked. I had him play. So yeah. you know, and Goddard catches a touchdown. Uh, he has. Uh, he had a really Goddard. good game too. Man, Goddard yards and a touchdown. He. I tell you, a lot of these young guys, you're starting to see them come up. The ones that we kind of talk about filling in for people when you needed them, but Jacecki, Goddard. Um, you know, depending on what happens with Joe Newsmith, I know he's not necessarily young, uh, but kind of the un one. Tyler Higby, another Higby's good game. Higby's been great. Uh, well, the, yeah, so a lot the, of good guys. The Goddard thing was interesting. I was watching that game, and I swear one drive, he was targeted like six straight plays with Ertz on the field. It yeah. was just Goddard, 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 Goddard. It was, man, I could see something changing next year with that. The I, guy's I, too talented. To not oh, yeah. get a lot of th- balls thrown his way. And I tell and, you, I don't, and I thought it was going to be a little more. I mean, this year was a pretty good step. In, it was a step in the right direction, right? I thought he, he played very, very well, especially for a young tight end. But if you look at that team, and I thought it was going to be a little more uh, of this, where I thought that the two tight end look was going to pay dividends for Ertz and Goddard, because I still think that they are the two most talented players on the field at the same time. And, you know, because Jeffrey. He he's good. He's a very good wide receiver, but he has been playing for quite a while, and you know he gets banged up. Other than that, I mean, who else? I mean, who else would you say? I mean, Miles Sanders is starting to look very very good, but I mean, Howard was the running back. So if I'm looking at the most dynamic playmakers, it'd be both tight ends. So I'm hoping next year it's going to be like because I don't see a huge change. Maybe they get one wide receiver or something like that. But um, I, I I like both of them for next year. Yeah, it. I don't see how they, they have to use the guy, right? He's going to be used quite a bit. So but that's pretty much it. I was going to say, the, the well, the two guys oh, yeah. we didn't mention Just were me. actually Mark Andrews and Jared Cook. Oh, they yeah, They were yeah. The, the, the two big guys that did very, very well. Um, so both over scoring over 20 points, both of them scoring two touchdowns. Um, I mean, do you have any – for next year, I'm excited to see what Mark Andrews can keep doing. Um, Jared Cook, though. He he did it. He did well this year. Um, he, he's one of these guys that always disappoints, but he came through in the clutch. Uh, what do you think about Jared Cook? You know what? Hey, he he was the last couple of weeks. He's been pretty good here, and 
you know, last, I mean, last week wasn't as much, but I mean, he had those two touchdowns before he got hurt against San Francisco. He's been getting a lot of touchdowns. If, you know, if he's back another year with the Saints, he's going to be a good tight end option. He's going to be up there. I, I wasn't sold on him, but you know what? This year was different. It was actually, it was more consistent. It wasn't like just big blow up games and then nothing. He just was, he was more consistent with the touchdowns. I guess I just playing with Drew Brees is a difference, right? Yeah. Well, and I got to give him his props because I am one of the, like, you always see the talent and every year everyone tells you that Jared Cook is going to be this phenomenal athlete. He's going to do all these things. And, uh, you know, I started shying away from him, but after seeing what he was able to do here and, you know, he played, he missed two games and he played quite a few games with Bridgewater. I I have been impressed to see what he was able to put together a full season. Before we jump into week 17 point spread picks, I want to once again mention mybookie.com, who's back on board with the podcast again this week. Go there, use our promo code PROFIT, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, get you hooked up there. We got college football now going. We got NFL week 17 yet, playoffs coming up, all kinds of stuff to bet on right now. You know, you can go there, do some parlays with the bowl games, you know, make them a little more interesting. I mean, some of these bowl games, not no one really cares about but if you put a little you know a couple little dollars on that thing you know it makes it a lot more enjoyable because you some kind of rooting interest here is you know maybe hopefully you're off work this week a little bit here enjoy time with family but hey it always <laughs> helps out to have a little uh, rooting interest in a college game so get over to my bookie use that promo code profit p-r-o-p-h-e-t get you set up there you know, check out the college games, check out the NFL games. Hey, or you go to NBA games if you want. You can always have uh, NBA games every single day. There's always some kind of action you can get involved with. But now let's get over to the picks. So, all right, I think it's going to be – let's move over to point spreads. We're going to do this early this week. This is this is really early for um, point spreads. But, hey, this is the only episode of the week. So might as well get some in here. I will say, though, pulling up the records here. All right, so we got two games left, actually, yet for the week. We got Kansas City-Chicago going right now. It looks like we're both going to get this one. It was a minus four Kansas City. We both picked Kansas City, so we should get that one. Then tomorrow night, we both have uh, we have Green Bay plus four and a half against Minnesota. So we will, either way, whatever happens, our records won't change between each other. So as of right now, I was 8-5-1 and one for the week, Jeff. You were 9-4-1. and one. Oh, baby. That how means... Ma- how many am I down? So going into the final week, I am, as of right this second, I am 109, a 92-2, and two, or 92-3. and three. 109, 92-3. and three. You are 108, 93-3. and three. Oh, I love it. How- so I should just let you pick first, and I'll pick whoever you pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ride me throughout the whole thing. I don't think I can do that. But here we go. This is this is uh, this is big. This is an entire year of picks, and yet we're only one difference, you know, <laughs> at all. So might as well see what we got here. All right, let's start it off. Titans at Texans. Texans, one and a half point favorites. Titans at Texans. Actually, no, give me Titans. Give me Texans. I'll go with the Texans. There we go. And Tannehill, I trust. <laughs> Browns at Bengals. Browns, three point favorites on the road at Cincinnati. No, I, yeah, give me Cleveland. I'm going to, too. I just, yeah. I don't, 
Bengals don't they already have the number one pick, so it doesn't matter. I guess nothing matters in this game. I don't know what they're gonna do, how they're gonna play it. Bears at Vikings. Vikings seven point favorites at home against the Bears. Seven, huh? Um no I'm gonna go Vikings. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings as well. Colts at Jacksonville. Jacksonville one and a half point favorites at home against the Colts. I'm gonna go Colts actually. I am too. Jacksonville has just not been good. Yeah, they didn't look that great today. Colts looked, I mean, you know, yeah, they looked really good. Their defense looked really good. Falcons at Buccaneers. Bucks are one and a half point favorites. Um, I'm going to go Bucks actually, because even though they're not going to be in the playoffs, I just feel like they're not going to slow down this game, and it might be a good Jameis game. So I'll go Bucks. Hmm. Thinking about the Falcons, aren't you? I know. Uh, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go Buccaneers as well. <laughs> All right. Redskins at Cowboys. Cowboys, eight and a half point favorites. Oh, no. Guess well, what? You're going Redskins. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, Redskins. my gosh. They sucked so bad. You know what? Give me the Cowboys, though. I feel yeah. like this is how I'm going to have to win. I have well, to go with Dallas. I need the Redskins. I want the Redskins to just win this game outright. So if the Redskins were to win this game and the Lions lose, Lions get the second pick. And it means Chase Young to the Detroit. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah, Except that would be a lot. I, they'd pass up on him to draft a cornerback or something. I mean, or, we need we need another tight end, right? Yeah, they'd draft Jerry Judy. Why they, <laughs> they would they would probably not pick Chase Young. I would. Uh, that'd be that'd be probably be it for my Lions fandom. <laughs> All right, Saints at Panthers. Saints ten and a half point favorites. Give me the Saints. Panthers are terrible. Yeah, I agree. Eagles at Giants. Eagles four and a half point favorites. They need to win this thing to make sure they're in the playoffs. And I'm going to go Eagles. Yeah, I got to go Eagles as well. Steelers at Ravens. Ravens three point favorites at home against the Steelers. Oh, three point favorites? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they me- pretty much they got the number one seed wrapped up, though. I think that's part of this. Where do they need to do much? Yeah, do they? I'm still going to go with them. I'm still going to go Baltimore. I don't think three yeah. three doesn't scare me off. You got Jets at Buffalo. Buffalo four and a half. I'll take Buffalo. Yeah, give me the Bills as well. Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots fourteen and a half point favorites. Oh my gosh, really? Give me, give me. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying. I'm give me Miami. You know, I'll go Patriots. I'll go Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to win off of the Dolphins and, and Dallas. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we got Packers at Lions. Packers. Eight and a half point favorites. I mean, oh, give me Green Bay. Come on. Detroit Detroit better not do anything this game. They better not oh, come close. Yeah, give me the Packers too. All right, we got Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs, six and a half point favorites. I'll take Chiefs. Yeah, the Chargers have just, they've been probably what, besides for Cleveland, they might actually be the most disappointing team for me. They really have been. Cardinals at Rams. Rams seven and a half point favorites at home against the Cardinals. Rams have nothing to play for anymore. They're out of it. Um, Cardinals have been looking a lot better. They beat the no, Seahawks today. Yeah, I'm actually going to go Cardinals if it's seven and a half. I'll go Rams. There we go. 49ers. Here we go. This is a big game. 49ers at Seahawks. This is the, basically, I think, determine the number one seed, essentially. Uh, 49ers at Seahawks. 49ers, like one-point favorites. I'm going to go 49ers. It's going to be a pick em. 
I'll go 49ers. Yeah, give me 49ers as well. And then Raiders at Broncos. Broncos, four and a half point favorites at home against the Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders. Four and a half, huh? Give me, uh, actually, I'll take Denver. All right. So there are picks. So the only ones actually that end up mattering for who's going to be in a win here is uh, you have, let's see here. Titans, Texans. I have Texans minus one and a half. You went Titans there. We have, uh, let's see where are other differences. Redskins at Cowboys. You pick Cowboys minus eight and a half. I went Redskins. Patriots, Dolphins game there. You, I have Patriots minus 14 and a half. You have Dolphins there plus 14, 14 and, a half. and a half. And then Cardinals, Rams. I went Rams minus seven and a half. You went the Cardinals side, and then the Raiders Broncos there. I went you went Broncos minus four and a half. So we have a few differences there. Enough to see who wins this overall for the year. It's going to be either way. I think we're going to beat. We're going. To, we will finish above five hundred. So hey, we, well, we should. Yeah, I you know I feel good about that. We should. It'd be really. T- it'd be really messed up if we did. No. You know. And then um. <laughs> oh, next week. Uh, next week's show we'll probably do. I think the next one we do, which will be after week seventeen. Probably do our award show we do for this season, do our MVP, stuff like that. We'll also make sure we get shout-outs to all of the relegation league winners that those are finishing up today. And I think I got – I don't remember exactly how many I got here, but I got a couple of them myself, so I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, and we can tell you who's going up and who's going down, so we can run – give the whole rundown. That'll be a a fun show, I'll give one shout-out here quick. Beginners League 4, the Tiny Dancers, led by Nick Phillips, won the title, actually. Oh, so. suck it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he pulled off the victory here with, um, let's see here. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, that quarterback who hasn't even played yet. So he already got the victory without his quarterback. That's not bad. Who who was he playing so, that, that messed up? Was he playing Watson? <laughs> no, he played against Ryan Fitzpatrick, actually. No kidding. And he's already won it. Wow. And Christian McCaffrey. That's really impressive. Who the heck was he playing? So, okay, he had – let's see if I can pull this up. I just lost him. It, you're going to look at this and be like, yeah, how'd that team really win the title there? All right, let me find it here. One last – okay. So he has Rodgers at quarterback this week. He had Joe Mixon, Mark oh. Ingram, um, Julio Jones, Devontae Parker. Parker. R- Rashad Perriman, uh, Zach Ertz, New York Jets D, and Joey Sly at uh, kicker. That doesn't really feel championship level, does it to you? I mean, <laughs> I, well, first of all, he made a lot of good picks. Actually, that's that is yeah, very good. That's but not, that's, that's, that playing, shows some good waiver wire moves. If he's playing Fitzpatrick and yeah. McCaffrey, McCaffrey, he also I went mean, against Chris I'm, Carson, Tyler Lockett, Darius Slayton, OJ Howard, Keenan Allen. Oh, okay. So literally yeah. the only two people to put up yeah. numbers. Yeah. yeah. This is one of the few leagues where the um, Lamar Jackson owner doesn't make the title game. So that's disappointing. For the Lamar Jackson guy. All right. <laughs> but yeah, we'll do a we'll do a good, you know, complete rundown on that after the season there as well. Get out shout outs to all the champ. I would I was gonna mention the the Champions League champion tonight, but that one's still going on tomorrow night. We got Mike Boone in that one. So that one hasn't been decided yet either. But we'll go over all that. We'll do our awards. We'll decide if it's uh if it's Christian McCaffrey or if it's Lamar Jackson for MVP. I think that's pretty much the choices. There is no other choices at this point. Yes, but the it's, other ones will be uh, yeah, good picks. I mean, some good ones. But yeah. you did have Christian McCaffrey as your preseason MVP, so we'll see if you want to decide to keep with you know, what you did. So yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> just to make myself yeah. right. <laughs> but, all right, that'll do it for that'll do it for the regular season, actually. We'll be back after week 17 with all of the offseason. Talk to you guys later. 